Welcome to the Mom Village Podcast. We are three multicultural moms sharing our journey through motherhood with the Christ Center Foundation. For information and resources, visit us at our church's website at gofamilychurch.org. Or you can also email us at themomvillage at gofamilychurch.org. And please go over and follow us on Instagram at themomvillagefc. We're glad that you're here and welcome to our village. Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but he who hates reproof is stupid. Proverbs 12.1 Whoever heeds instruction is on the path to life, but he who rejects reproof leads others astray. Proverbs 10.17 Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you strike him with a rod, he will not die. Proverbs 23.13 Ladies, welcome to part two of Discipline. We're so excited you're listening to us. We're excited to share this part two because we have more deep, deep, as you can hear in the Bible verses we share, deep topic topics that we want to share with you and so you can apply and know how to discipline your little ones. So we're going to dive in with little ones. We have decided to extend this discipline as a four part. So this is part two and we'll get to those teenagers. But first, we're going to dive in with little ones because we're explaining in part one that it starts when they're little, right, Kira? It starts when they're little. Okay. So if you noticed, I chose a very distinct proverb to open up the show with, and it was about stri- striking your child with a rod. So let's let's clarify <laughs> before <laughs> Good I have morning. the police. Good morning. <laughs> no, Good morning. Before the police are come busting down my yeah. front door. Don't go grab that stick in the backyard and start like hitting everyone. <laughs> no. Don't do that, please. <laughs> um, no. Um, but I think one thing, like in our home, we did choose to spank our children, but we never chose this. We never spanked our children out of anger. Mm-hmm. And even when they were young, and I tell my kids this now, we have, we still have it. And I have it in my kitchen drawer, the board of education. Mm-hmm. And it was a little paint stick stirrer. And I literally would have to walk around with it in my back pocket all day long <laughs> because with my last two children, they were what I would consider just very strong willed. And there were certain things like miles right now in our dining room, we have a chair that he chose to. Wait, use. you're saying your kids are sinful? They are sinful. They're not they perfect. They were. They are. Sweet and they will always kids. be. <laughs> yeah. They and, lie. They lie, and they, oh. they they choose to do what they want to do, and mm. and we laugh about it now. But Miles is our third child, and he liked to write on things, mm. and that was just not appropriate behavior in our home. So literally every day, Miles would get a pop pop with the board of education because he would choose. And as much as I tried to not tempt him with markers and crayons and pencils, mm-hmm. I would put them up high where he couldn't get them. And we would talk about it. Why you don't do this? You know, we're being good stewards over what God has given us. He would continue to choose to write on things. And right now there is green Crayola marker on one of my dining room chairs currently <laughs> <laughs> that I could not get out. So even now we look at it and, point, and we laugh about it. Yeah. Because it's funny, he's 15 now. Right. But <laughs> it, then, was it, it was not funny then. <laughs> so, you know, as we talk about discipline, discipline is going to change over the, the lifespan of your parenting and with your children. But at that time, that is what Miles needed. That is what he understood. And I, again, I never gave him a pop pop in anger. I would always explain to him what he was doing that was inappropriate or he was being disobedient because we've talked about 
you know, this is not appropriate. This is not what you do in our home or this is not, you know, mom and dad have told you, do not write on the furniture. (laughs) But eventually it connected and he got it or he just got tired, tired of the board of education, you know, visiting him. So I don't know which came first. Kristen, do you guys had a border education? <laughs> well, we called ours, uh, the wisdom worker <laughs> that my children affectionately named the wisdom whacker. And real quick, right when we moved here, James was the oldest, he was 12. And so I had six children under him and he decided to get, you know, he's our army man. He's a Lieutenant in the army now. So proud of him. But he rallied his troops even then, and he said, we are going to discard all wisdom whackers. He led his brothers and sisters around the house, found all of them, gave them to Goodwill. The poor little Goodwill worker was probably like, what the heck is this thing? We, we moved. We couldn't find them anywhere. So he, so he was real proud of himself. But, I mean, we, we, we are very industrious. We, we figured something else out. But, uh, yeah, the wisdom worker. But I do think that we, we do want to be careful and saying, you know, that spank, all three of us have spanked. I'm kind of out of that season now. My oldest, youngest is 11. And although I would, if I needed to, there's other things that as they get older that are more effective, but yes, in those early years, but doing it the right way is very, very important. Mm -hmm. And some of you that grew up in an abusive situation, Mm -hmm. the thought of that is just horrible. And Mm -hmm. so I understand that. And the rod of discipline, although the three of us do believe that that is a physical, you know, act of spanking, discipline can take other forms too. Absolutely. So we have time out or, you know, you know, talking to them, whatever. But at some point, whatever you choose to do, you have to be consistent. consistent. In yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And also you have to, what Kira said is huge. You don't do it out of anger. So you're also not doing it for every infraction. Yeah. So what, as they, uh, you know, when they're little and you start maybe popping their hand because they're going for a light socket or you give them a swift pop on the diaper because they didn't come when you told them to, those aren't even painful. They're just a little mm-hmm. shocking. Like, okay, I'm not supposed to do this. They're but, attention grabbers. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but even then you're using the language of when mommy, when mommy says no, yeah, authority, you, mm-hmm. you obey. Now your 15 month old can't necessarily understand all of that, but you're teaching them things before they understand it. In other yeah. words, when, when they're little and you hold up a, a triangle and you say, this is a triangle. Now that one year old isn't going <laughs> to yeah, be able no to idea. understand that. But we start with, you wait until they can logically understand yeah. every word you say, it's very difficult. I don't yeah. want to say it's too late because I never want to discourage parents, no matter where you are in your journey, you can always begin to go back to God's design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, young mom who's nursing a baby right now, now is the time that yeah. mm-hmm. eventually they will get it. And so you're using the right language. You're framing up just a few things of disobedience as you got to, what we say, pick our battles. I think that's really important. Yeah. You've got to decide what are the most crucial things right now that you're going to spank for and then be consistent so that when they do something every, you know, you don't just decide to spank because you're fed up with them because they've ruined your Netflix binge (laughs) or, you know, or you just decided today, you know, like you're, you and you, and if you have a husband, you and your husband are going to get on the same page and that child is going to begin to expect. Wait a second, wait a second, roll back. You said that you and your husband, what? 
need to be on the same page. Mm. And I can't say this enough. Yes. Almost, I would dare to say the form of discipline is not as important as, even though it's very important. Kristen, I'm sorry I keep interrupting you, but you're saying that it's not going to work if my husband is not on the same page? Right. That's, That's probably the most one of the most crucial things, but you know, we talked last episode about having our theology, right? That's mm-hmm. the most important mm-hmm. being disciplined ourselves. But then next I would say husband, if you, or if you're married, that you and your husband must be on the same page. So you've got to decide. So marriage center. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I mean, ladies. Keeps, I it, keep being sarcastic, <laughs> but we can say this enough marriage center. You and your husband has to be on the same page. Yeah. Why is that? Well, let me give you an example. One of my kids came home the other day and said, something about this because she found out one of her, one of her friends that the dad would take the phone away. This is an older child. And then when, when dad would go to bed, mom would feel bad for her and give it to her. Mm. And Anna Kate, well, there you go. (laughs) One of the kids was Anna Kate. But anyway, she, she knew that that wasn't right. She was like, how did you and dad figure out that y'all needed to be on the same page? And I said, well, and we began to talk about this, you know, like, because hey, from the beginning, from the beginning yeah. we're being marriage centered. I, I respect dad as the leader of our home. He respects me as the helper and we help each other. And so we're, we're one. Yeah. So you can't, the kid can't split Mm-mm. us apart and like mm-hmm. play us off against each other. And that's real important. I can't tell you how many times we've said, what did dad say? What did because they say? get smarter, moms. You know, if they're <laughs> they doing do. it too, by the time they're 14, 15, they will work the system. For oh, yeah. sure. And mm-hmm. so being on the same page is really important. You don't want, you know, dad to go out of town and mom let the kid do whatever they want or vice versa. That child feels love and security by watching mom and dad be a unit, be mm-hmm. together, be on the same page. Yep. And so that's really important. Uh, you know, not doing it out of anger. And then I would say that being restorative quickly. And this is true whether you're doing timeout, spanking, whatever, that when that discipline is over, you put that child on your lap, you hug them, Mm -hmm. love them, tell them that it's over. I even sometimes say, hey, I understand this struggle when I was your age. And then mm-hmm. I tell them a time that yeah. I, I was struggling with that. Yeah. And I mean, don't try, to, some... don't try to do this, mom, if, if you have a 10-month-old. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> no, but a toddler or three-year-old yes, can so understand. Yes. You're not going to, yes. you know, espouse Absolutely. all your deep, dark secrets. But, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. we have this story that I, I lied to my mom when I told her I ate all my pancakes and I actually stuffed them <laughs> down the disposal. And my mom found them. Uh, so they love that story. They're like, tell me about the time you got to think of her. You know, but, but just to humanize your yourself, you know, afterwards. But, but I, I will say just practically a key phrase that most of, most of you probably already do anyway, but a lot of parents say before they spank, I love you, but I'm going to have to spank you. Mm -hmm. And that conjunction, but But. Mm -hmm. is really an error because Mm -hmm. you don't discipline them, but love them you discipline because, because. and so <laughs> oh, I love it at, three of us. so I, I always said hey mommy loves you and because I love you I'm going to have to discipline yeah. you yeah. and I know that when they were little they were like yeah right mm-hmm. but now that they're older of mm-hmm. course they see that that's true that because I love you I'm going to inconvenience myself I'm going to do something that I don't want to do because I, I I want us to all have a good time and get along. But because I love you, I'm going to take this time to discipline you and I'm going to do it the right way. So really what, what we see through all this is 
You know, we talked last episode about how we're trainers. We have God-given authority. But the goal in doing this parenting, I mean, excuse me, this discipline is that we're trying to teach them first-time obedience. Mm -hmm. Now, that is a lifelong journey. I'm 47 years old, and I don't have (laughs) first-time obedience on some (laughs) issues. But that is the goal. And and part of the reason why that's the goal is because in Scripture, we're, we're supposed to be mirroring their relationship with God. It's, yes. it's, it's impossible, truly, because mm-hmm. we're sinners. Mm-hmm. But as much as we are walking with Jesus, we are showing them how God loves them. Yep. And God is expecting His children, expecting me, expecting their dad, expecting them to obey Him when He yep. tells them to. And so we have this, and we have this love and re- restoration, which God also shows in yeah. the Scripture. He, he says, be holy and don't sin. And yet when you sin, like he knows it's going to happen. He, he tells us not to do it. And then he restores us when we when we um, confess and repent. And so we're showing them all of this stuff. So Kristen, really quick. So how how young we can tell our listeners we can start doing this? How young? Uh, like what are some things that young mom, do you say, mom, listen, don't wait until they're this age. You can start as young as this age to start applying what we're saying. Right. Well, I mean, I always looked at my little four month olds sitting in their little um, swings or whatever. And I thought, this is going to be the child that doesn't sin. God, I know you say everybody's a sinner, (laughs) but they just look at me and they're so sweet and they smile and they're so fun. And this is the one. And then all of a sudden, when they start crawling, you're like, crud. Maybe next time. Yeah. <laughs> and so even when they start crawling or getting into things, you're not getting the wisdom worker out and swatting them. But you do begin to say no. You're training them. You're and training you, them to hear that authority. Right. Yeah. And you, know? you get up and you move them. And it takes time and it takes discipline. And, and it's an inconvenience. And, like it's an inconvenience. And, and ladies, you're listening. This is why we do this podcast. We're very multicultural. I'm a Spanish lady. And... Any Spanish listeners, you know, we don't joke around. <laughs> we have the chancleta and other things that we use, you know. We have one in our home. It's called the dis- disciplina. So it's the rata discipline. We call it in Spanish disciplina. <laughs> but it's not because it's, it's all culture. Like, I, I can't tell you enough how many times I hear people blaming either their culture or the way I was raised or it's because the way I am. Can we stop labeling and putting excuses and just be marriage center? Can we start just going by the foundation like we're sharing about making it more scripture, you know, and putting God as the center, not only of our marriage, but our parenting? Yeah. So that's why everything you're saying to me, it makes sense and it's important since they're little. And so then you have, then you move to where they're sitting in a high chair. Mm-hmm. I think about that was yeah. probably the biggest time where I learned how to discipline two things, One, you know, high chair. And so I'm not necessarily, I'm not spanking at that point, but I would get them up out of their house. Like, you know, why do I, they, they are, if they, they're, they're showing that they're trying to be in charge of arching yeah. that back mm-hmm. or throwing food. So we would just take them up out of their high chair, put them in their crib and say, when you can have a good attitude, mommy will be back. Now, they can't understand every word, but they know mm-hmm. I'm not getting on my high chair and I'm in this crib by myself. They start to learn, but it's the consistency of mom is going to do this every time. Dad and is going to do this every time. And Sorry. moms, it's not going to be easy. You know, we're saying it and we're sitting here because we're, you know, a couple steps ahead. Will that baby cry? Absolutely. Yeah. Will they cry for a long time? Depending on the child. Yeah, sure. But I, I, I would, 
I just can't just reiterate enough that we are disciplining as parents, as ambassadors, we're disciplining for the long haul. Mm-hmm. And out of love. And out of love. And I, I tell my children, and they are tired of hearing me t- say this, I discipline you because I love you. Yeah. The world will discipline you, oh, yeah. but the world does not love you. Mm. Well, that's such a great point. I think about, you know, Jimmy says this, somebody is going to put their hands on your kid at some point mm-hmm. if you don't do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they are, that child is going to learn how to obey or die truly. Yeah. And for, I, I love that. Sorry to interrupt you, Kristen, because for, doesn't matter how many times you try to guard that kid. Like we said in part one, if you don't give the right foundation, somebody else is going to show them that thing that you've been guarding in the phone. Somebody else is going to show it to him. Somebody else will actually put him in a position that he needs to have those values that you should have teach him when he was young. Somebody else is going to put it to test. The world is going to test them. But if you don't give them that foundation at the home from the, they were little, you know, once they get to out in the world, you know, how are they going to defend themselves or, you know, like carry themselves out? Mm-hmm. And I think just remembering moms, dads that, and I know we keep saying this, but just remembering that these behaviors, they're a result of sin. Mm-hmm. You know, they are. And we have to remember that, that our kids are sinners. We are sinners. And that it really is our job to help them to see their sin and associate it with Christ. Going back, you know, what we're doing every day is a gospel work in our homes. Every day we're repeating what the gospel is, that Jesus Christ came and he was the sacrifice for our sins because we we could not do it. And it's only because of Christ. So even calling out early on that, you know, yes, you chose to throw your food on the floor, but that is because of a a heart issue, you know. And I think that that is why one of the reasons why being self-controlled is so important, like when we're disciplining, is not Mm -hmm. out of anger. It's not... um, but, but truly out of love for the child. Yeah. So it helps you not jerk them up out of the high chair and slam them down in the crib, but just lovingly lifting them, use calm words. Um, and then when you don't, when you do it the wrong way, when you yell, when you get angry, when you ask them silly questions like, why in the world did you do that? Well, because we already know why <laughs> they did it. But um, that we show them what it looks like to repent. And yes. I can't tell you how many times yeah. I've gotten yeah. on my knee and gotten my little toddler's face and said, mommy did the wrong thing. I sinned. I t- spoke mm-hmm. harshly to you and I am so sorry. Will you forgive me? Even that is modeling yeah. what it looks like. If we never apologize, when they're little, they'll think it's all because of them and they'll internalize all of it. Oh, they think they're the parents are perfect and then they see you fail when they're older and they well, get they so grow disappointed. Up. That's yeah. the problem. They and, grow up. And they can decide. And then they yeah. realize mom is a big fat hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so we need to to be good repentance. So I share in one before, one of our first ones, but I'll share it again. Um, one time that I was, um, I disciplined one of my little ones out of anger mm-hmm. and it was my mistake. Mm-hmm. And then I caught myself in the moment. And then I realized that I'm like, oh, let me go apologize right away. I cannot wait. And it's hard because yeah. we're very prideful. And I'm yeah. like, no, 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 let me go back. And I find I, myself apologizing more because my I kids can know. recognize I that know. I am a sinner. Well, mine yeah. were are little still. So I went back right away and I, I, I went down on my knees and I went to my little Sienna and I was like, apologize. I'm like, hey, mama made a mistake. I apologize. Will you forgive me? Mm-hmm. That was not right the way I spoke to you. I'm sorry you're not in timeout. Will you come out? And little that I know. There was a six-year-old that was looking at me 
And then after I hugged her and I and I came back, my six year old, I look back and he's standing right there. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me, he's like, Whoa, mommy, that was deep. <laughs> that was it. And I was like, How oh, high, baby? I mean, if I wouldn't have taken that step of humbling myself, apologizing, yeah. there was somebody looking at me and he just realized he's like, Wow, you apologize, mom. That was deep. And I'm like, you know what? I made a mistake. I'm not perfect. Yeah. So that's a teaching moment that we don't, if we don't do it when they're little, like Hero was saying, they, they get old, they get older. Yeah, it's true. So let's talk about a few clear rules that we want to have. Let's, yeah. let's talk about maybe three things before, but you know, one of them being clear rules, but to go back to the forgiveness super quick, it, I, just another tip that we've chosen to do. If I get on to one of my kids in a wrong way in front of their siblings, mm-hmm. I apologize in front of their siblings yeah, because there's good. one thing for me to chastise that child in in front of everybody, which is humiliating, mm-hmm. by the way, and that's not what we want to do as parents. Um, and then privately go and make it right. Mm. That's really not fully restorative or, yeah. because that child has been embarrassed in front, in of, front yeah. of. So <clears throat> I gather everybody. Hey, guys, I got to tell you something. Mom, mom lost it this morning. And I was so wrong to Caleb in the way that I spoke to him. And Caleb, I'm asking you to forgive me. Um, sometimes if if. Sometimes I'll privately ask him to forgive me, but then I'll say, hey, we need to go get the siblings and then I'll, you know, do yeah, it in front. Yeah. And I think that's really important because yeah, I know important. if 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 someone ever apolog- would call me out in front of everybody and they were wrong and then privately apologized, I would appreciate it and I would accept it. But I'd and be that, like, yeah, but everybody else <laughs> thinks. And that's so convenient, right? Yeah. No, it's yeah. inconvenient, but we do it right. because we it's, it bears fruit where all the people are looking. Right. So. Right. So let's just talk about real practical things for the last bit of time that we have here. So y'all asked me to talk about the rules. So when yeah. we, we had five boys first, and if you have mm. boys, you know, you know that <laughs> we're they, laughing already. We're like, <laughs> you know that boys can't handle a lot of words. <clears throat> you know that because you have a husband and you know that you can't handle <laughs> a lot of words either. And so we figured out really early on that if we were going to have any kind of success in our parenting with our rules, that we better have very few. And so we got creative and tried to figure out what are the fewest rules that we can do. And I, I would encourage you to try to pare them down even more than this. But in our home, it is honor God slash authority. Yeah. So honor, honor authority, <clears throat> tell the truth. And then if I had to pick one, it would be number three, which is think of others. Because I think, honestly, whenever I think about any of sin in my life or in my kid's life, it all at its root is self-centeredness yeah. and that, and that is a Satan on display, you know, in our lives and in the world. So thinking of others is huge. My, my sister has a tattoo on her arm. She's the cool aunt. I, I, <laughs> I'm too scared to get a tattoo, but she tattooed on her arm, my dad's signature whenever he, he died. And he always used to sign his letters, all my love, comma, dad. And so she got it tattooed on her arm. Oh, so cool. And if my kids, when I die, ever got a tattoo <laughs> to remember me, three, I think three. it would be think of others, love mom. <laughs> and we've said it ad nauseum in our home, but I think it's super important and it's absolutely positively not something that comes naturally mm-hmm. to yeah. any of us. Nope. And so even think, in parenting. Yeah. Yeah. Think, even in marriage. <laughs> even yeah, in friendships. Yeah. You know. it, it's a constant, I'm internalizing it. Like, mm-hmm. hey, am I thinking of others? But I think 
that that's that that's a really big deal. Well, I have to say, I learned from you guys. So we have the same rules. We added um, be thankful and grateful mm-hmm. because we have a lot of little ones. So mm-hmm. we're at the stage that they complain out of everything because that's their nature. They're very selfish. So, and we're teaching them how to not be selfish. So we do have that one of think of the others. And that helps a lot because we're always making sure, hey, it's not about you. So mom, wake up. It's not about your kid. No. <laughs> um, wow. And also we want to teach them how to love others because when you shift that on them, they stop being very self-centered and then they see the power of helping others and transforming other people's lives. And they, they get transformed too by doing that. So we love those rules. I mean, we have it in our household and that's a big thing when there's an argument, disagreement, everything, we go back to the rules. We're like, wait, wait, wait. Is that one of the rules? And they go back and read it like, oh, yes, mama. And if, but, if you have more yeah. than one child, it starts at home. Oh, yeah, yes. You for know? sure. It starts with well, the and relationships the, and the, line. With the siblings. Yeah, and- the line is a non-negotiable in our house too because it's not only like line is bad. If you lie when you're an adult, you can go to jail. Mm-hmm. So we're teaching them, hey, not only because it's not right, it's not, you know, telling the truth, it's good, always good and it's biblical, it's because in the long run, the reality is when you're an adult and you don't follow authority, like you were saying, Kristen, or you lie, you can be in jail. You can get in more trouble and it's your character that defines you. So, Yeah. Well, one, one of the things, you know, when they're little, so if you had a rule for every single thing they did yeah. wrong, I mean, you could have a list of 800 things, <laughs> yes. like a work manual, like every time it works, somebody does something wrong, they add it to the HR manual. We don't have time to keep up with that. Yep. We're changing diapers. We're cleaning up, throw up, we're, you know, whatever. So almost anything that happens, it's not, you're not allowed number 85. Don't hit your brother with a Lego. It's, Hey, you weren't thinking of others. others. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it's easy. That's an easy, practical thing to, to keep pointing back to. And thinking of others is going to keep coming up in every episode that we do about Mm -hmm. this, but let's talk real quick before we move something that is super practical for young moms. And let's talk about practice time and game time and all of y'all are great at it. And so let's talk about that a little bit. Ladies, what we mean by practice time and game time. Have you ever been into a grocery store with a toddler or a preschool (laughs) and they start acting like complete nuts because you won't buy them the package of gum at the checkout counter? Are you watching me, Kristen, (laughs) with my toddler right now? No, I'm I'm playing my real, my brain reel over from when my kids. (laughs) Because that's me every day. So that is game time. Mm -hmm. Game time we say is when they're out in public mm-hmm. practice time is when you are at home or in, when you're in a, 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 a safe relationship between really good friends that you trust to let you practice. Mm-hmm. So what happens is you realize you get out in game time and you have a fumble, you have a yeah. big <laughs> fail. You realize, Oh my word, we messed up. But then we have the tendency to go harsh mode on our kids because we want everybody else at every other checkout stand to know that we know Mm -hmm. that that behavior that our kids are exhibiting is not appropriate. And so we go full on stealth mode with them and they really have us over a barrel because what are you going to do in the middle of that checkout? Right. Which is why I have pushed my grocery cart in a fridge before. You're not going to gather everyone in the grocery store and apologize. (laughs) Exactly. But what, what we want to do as parents, we don't want it to be on us. So we say, I don't know what happens when my kid goes out in public. They just 
I become a different person. And I want to say, no, they don't. Yeah. Now, some, let me qualify this. Sometimes because of our schedule, we have made a huge error in that we have them out past their nap time mm-hmm. or we don't have snacks you or a drink. Yep. And so they are just cranky. And so we have to just do what we have to do. But if consistently we find ourselves being shocked at our kids' behavior when they go out in public, that's on me Mm -hmm. as a mom because I need to realize, hey, they don't become a different person when they go out in public. Mm -hmm. It's the same person. It's just the people are watching There's a larger audience. And and so those sins and those faults are magnified. And so that's when I need to go home. My kids are athletes, and so we talk about game film. That's when I need to go home and, and play the film in my mind and think, okay, what am I? allowing at home that I'm not practicing enough. I'm not preparing them enough Mm -hmm. ahead of time that is causing this problem when we go out in public. And so practice time is important. Kira family, Kira family, (laughs) Kelly family, what do you think about that? Well, I think, and that goes right back to Deuteronomy Mm 6, you know, where we are first modeling and we are talking to, and we are teaching along the way. We are teaching at night. We are teaching in the morning. Practice time is all the time, you yeah. know, and as much as we've said that, you know, moms, there's going to be a lot of repetition. There's going to be a lot of repetition and we can't grow weary <laughs> in doing good. And we have to remember that, you know, we're looking down the road at the long haul, all the way down the road. So I would just say, you know, with the in the Kelly household, we practice a lot. We're still practicing. You know, even, you know, when my kids were little, before we would get out to go to a play date or into Target or wherever we were going, which was game time, we would review the rules yeah. in the car. Yes. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> we're not gonna buy this. We're not yeah. gonna do this. Um, yeah. This is what we're gonna do. This yes. is not what we're gonna do. Welcome yeah. to my car, Kira. My, yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, you know, Kira, you know, my- you may say it before you leave home, but I Every time before yeah. we got out of that car. Okay, let's review, guys. Okay, yeah. now what are we going to do? What are we not going to do? It's you know, so important. To make sure you're drilling it into them. My kids knew and still know if they we go to Target and they ask for an so. icy, oh. it ain't happening. <laughs> if mom decides, get it. if somebody says... Can I have it? Whoop. <laughs> nope, you, it's gone. Nope, nope, nope. But, but that's so important. And that is helping to set mm-hmm. our kids up for success, yes. right? Even little things like, hey, it's Easter Sunday. You have a new dress on. I bet someone is going to tell you that you look mm-hmm. pretty today. Mm-hmm. Let's practice. practice. You're how, are we, yes. how are we going to respond? And yeah. so when they're little, they love to role play, yeah. role play with them in the car. Kira, I love that. That's so I important. Love it. That's it's, a huge it, way to Kira, practice. Kira, that's literally my day-to-day. <laughs> my kids know already when we go to Publix or any grocery store. I like kids. Remember, and literally, my six, uh, my nine-year-old came the other day. He's like, "There she goes again." I'm yeah. like, "Come on, you want to say it aloud?" Yeah. I'm like, "Do not. You don't need anything. We're more than blessed. If you want something, please come to me. Ask me. Like it's the same thing over and, and over." And with it, I would encourage moms to be consistent. That if you've said it, you've rehearsed it, yep. and if it's game time, and if your children, just like Kristen said, if your children choose to ask for that icy 
then whatever the consequence is for that choice that they've made, we've mm-hmm. got to follow through. Yeah. And I think that's so important yeah. with discipline. And you're not going to spank them because no, they ask for an icy. You no. just don't give them an icy, right? Icy. It's not yeah. right. And you're just going to remind them. Remember what mommy said. And then can I just point that out, please? Um, it's just I'm, I'm scratching my neck because I get hives. I'm sorry. <laughs> the word no. Since when no became a bad word? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And if you disagree, let's agree to disagree. But since when no, it became a bad word? I am not cursing on my kid by saying no. I am not. Yeah. I mean, you can tell me, ladies, if I'm wrong, but I think building a foundation by saying no, if you want to do um, self encouragement and uplifting and that works, well, great. But I'm telling you, um, the Bible says a lot, many times no in the scriptures. And I love, that's why we start, I started saying Proverbs 12 1, because it's who, whoever loves discipline loves knowledge. And I want to have knowledge, but mm-hmm. biblical knowledge. But he who hates reproof is stupid. I'm sorry. I don't want to be the stupid parent. Can I just say it like that? <laughs> I don't want to be the stupid mom that doesn't want to receive knowledge, especially spiritual knowledge that you can get for free at a family church, at any church. So mom, I'm encouraging you. If you are able to go to a church, to your local church, go. Don't do motherhood. And we always encourage this mom. Don't do motherhood alone. Find a community that can surround you, helps you. And if you need help with your little ones or finding a good biblical foundation that can help you just lift up, you know, your family and get all these teachings, you know, into practice, we encourage you to do that and don't do life alone. Yeah. So just in wrapping up and then next time, part three, we'll go, move to more of like more elementary age. And yeah, so we're yes. going to have a lot more practical things here, but just be consistent, Yeah, you know, have a vibrant relationship with the Lord. If you are married, ha- be on the same page yes. yeah. with your husband. Um, do not discipline out of anger, but discipline consistency. Have a few clear rules mm-hmm. and practice, 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 practice. practice. Yes. so that game time will be a little bit easier. And ladies, don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review and comment because we have giveaways. Yes. So we already give away an awesome devotional that we all love in part one, and we're giving another one here in part two. So go and subscribe, leave us a review, and you might be the winner of this awesome new mercies, new mercies <laughs> devotional. <laughs> yeah. So this has been discipline part two and stay tuned for part three and four the ladies are gonna sign off ready ladies one two three bye, bye.